Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 9th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. And we are two weeks away from the NBA draft. And if you didn't check out the last episode, check it out. I did my top 10 prospects, not my draft, my top 10 from best to worst. And there's no worse than the top 10, but you get what I'm saying. Today I'm going over picks my top picks of 11 through 20. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. And before we do so, I'm going to rehash those top 10 real quick right before I get into number 11. So in my top 10, first, I had Jabari Smith. Second, I had Jaden Ivey. Third, Paolo Bancaro. Fourth, Chet Holmgren. Fifth, Benedict Matherin. Sixth, Malachi Branham. Seven, Shaden Sharp. Eight, Jaden Hardy. 9, Keegan Murray, and 10, Jordan Hall from St. Joseph's. Now, for this episode, like I said, 11 through 20. So number 11, I have, might be a surprise to you guys, but Jalen Williams, the 6'10 big man from Arkansas. I love him as a prospect. You know, he averaged a double-double for the season, 11 points, 10 rebounds, two and a half assists, one steal, and one block per game. He's a 20-year-old sophomore from Arkansas, and he shot 24% from three as a sophomore, but 30% as a freshman. So those numbers might make you seem like he's not that great of a shooter from three, but he really is. He's a really talented shooter for a big man. You got to remember, this is a center pretty much shooting that percentage, and you have guards that shoot that percentage. So, And his touch is there, and it can only improve in the future. But if you don't want him shooting the three, he can still shoot the 20-foot jumper very well. So I think his projection is going to be through the roof. And you have to think about other centers that started off at ground zero and got their three-point range up significantly. He's already starting on the 10th floor. He only has a few more floors to go to become a great three-point shooter. Now, he's he's a very offensively talented big man, very versatile. He passes like a point guard. He's a great outlet passer, great passer to the open man, to the cutting guard, forward, anybody cutting to the basket. He just has tremendous vision. He's always finding the open man. Uh, He's a great finisher in the paint as well. He can shoot the 25th jumper, even shoot the three. Like I said, he's perfect for today's NBA. He is the perfect big man, in my opinion, for today's NBA. And he even shoots it with confidence. And I think. Everyone else is kind of behind on this because they are still evaluating centers kind of like the old days, like Mark Williams would probably be the first pick in the draft a couple of years ago. And I love Mark Williams. I still think he'll be good, but they have him in this draft, you know, top 15 pick. Jalen Williams is projected around the second round or late first. And I think Jalen Williams' game will translate just as much and potentially better than Mark Williams and Jalen Duran, you know, guys like that, because Jalen Williams can score. (laughs) You know, uh, he's a good athlete as well, very good defensively. He can switch with guards. You know, if his man, if there's a screen and roll, he can stay with the guard all the way to the rim, contest his shot with his length and speed. And he's a powerful finisher in traffic. But yeah, he also has a soft touch. 
You know, he can spin and get to the lane like a small forward. He moves great for his size. There's no reason he should not succeed. And in my opinion, no reason why he should not be in the lottery. Uh, you know, he played very well against Chet Holmgren and Mark Williams in his and their games, you know, against Arkansas and Gonzaga. I mean, against Duke and Gonzaga. But, you know, his his best trait is probably passing. And how often do you see that with a big man? When you do, you think of Nikolai Jokic. I mean, that's who comes to mind. Tremendous passer as a big man. So who's to say he isn't the next Jokic? You know, he's a super talented big with potential to be great. If you want to say he needs to work on anything, it would be rim protection, blocks. But in my opinion, I think he would be best served at the four, you know, like Evan Mobley. Uh, and you have a big man in there to help him protect the rim. I don't know if he's destined to be, you know, this big Patrick Ewing center, but I think he would be a tremendous four. And in small ball lineups, he still can play that five. And he do, he does block shots well. You know, he's just not getting two and three blocks like Duran and Mark Williams. So Jalen Williams from Arkansas, love his tape, love everything about him. A lot of guys are saying he should have went back to college, but I don't see what they're not seeing. <laughs> he has it all. He should be bare minimum a first-round pick. Love his game. Now, for number 12, I have Oche Agbaji. He's my 12th ranked player from Kansas, the 6'5 shooting guard, 215 pounds, averaged 19 points per game, five rebounds, 1.6 assists, one steal, and 0.6 blocks per game. And probably the best stat, other than those 19 points per game, he shot 40% from three. Now, the knock on him, people are going to say, is that he's 22 years old. I'm not an age person when it comes to the draft. 22 is incredible. Like, who wouldn't want to have a great 22-year-old on their team? And I think a lot of teams can get confused <laughs> and take, well, we have this 18-year-old that, you know, is decent. By the time he's 22, he'll be way better than Agbaji. We'll have him for four years. No, that does that, that rarely works out. A lot of times you get an 18-year-old and they're in the G League for four years and you never have them on your team. So you have different types of situations where that age – you think could benefit you if you're getting someone younger. But in reality, if the talent is not close, you need to go with the best prospect. Um, you know, and with the age, you need to go with the best prospect. And Oche Agbaji has that. Chris Duarte had that last year. So in my opinion, Oche Agbaji is 12 right now. He improved from three every year. That shows that he's a hard worker. And he's working with the right people. He's super athletic, has a quick first step, great size, can shoot the J, has a ton of alley-oop finishes, so, you know, he has bounce. <laughs> but, you know, in college, he looked like a pro out there playing college ball, you know, and that comes with being a senior. But he plays like the perfect two or three, as in shooting guard or small four. He's like a little DeMar DeRozan mixed with a little Paul George. That's what that's what you see when looking at Oche and when he's really on. He can create his own shot or pull up off the dribble for three. He has an NBA body already. Great first step. There's nothing he can't do. Has quick hands. And is that, he's great at creating steals. And, you know, like I said, incredible three-point shooter. Perfect player for three and D for today's NBA. You know, his only knock was, 
I can you can say how he disappeared at times. He struggled in the championship game, and of course, that's the game everyone was watching. But still, he's going to be a really good prospect, and he has limitless range. He can work on his ball handling as well and assist making. But I think Oche is ready to go. Now, number 13, I have Dyson Daniels. You probably wonder why he's so low. But in my opinion, on the film, I see a guy that's good. So I have to rate him by that. What most people are seeing when it comes to this draft is his potential, what he can be. And I see that as well. And I think Josh Giddy coming the year before him helps him tremendously. Dyson Daniels is a 6'6 six, six to 6'8, six, somewhere in that range. You know, their their heights and weights get all over the place. But from the G League Ignite, average 11.6 rebounds, four and a half assists, two steals, and 0.7 blocks per game. Unfortunately, 25% from three, or he will be predicted to go even higher than he is now. And he's from Australia, of course, but he played with the G League Ignite. Now, he had great size. He's a great rebounder for his size. Very crafty finisher in and around the paint. Only 18 years old, which teams love. Uh, he flashes that greatness. Sometimes he's a little too cool for school for me. But, you know, he can shoot the three. Great passer. And that can't go without, you know, being overemphasized. He really is a great passer. A lot of people are saying, well, he's not as good as a passer as this guy. Not as good as a passer as this guy. In the G League, with the Ignite, he made tremendous passes to his teammates. So I don't know what people are trying to knock on him, but I think he does have tremendous vision. He played great in the Rising Stars game with pros. So that lets you know that he's going to fit right in. The game is not going to be too big for him. And a lot of people love his defense. You know, they say his defense is almost as important as his offense. And that's saying a lot, you know, point guards, that's that's rarely mentioned when you think about a point guard. And I think he will be a point guard in the league like Josh Giddy. And I think his offensive talent is better than Josh Giddy. So when you think of it that way, he should succeed. He can create his own shot, has some nice moves to get to the paint. And, you know, he always makes the correct pass. And he's a contester on defense of long shots. His long arms to always keep him in a play and, uh, keep him in good position to get steals. Uh, yeah, and so his free throw percentage isn't great. And like I said, you want that motor to be a little higher as far as playing too cool for school. But I think Dyson Daniels should be good in the NBA if he goes to the right team. And that's why he's my 13th ranked prospect. Now, number 14, I have Johnny Davis, the 6'5 guard out of Wisconsin. He averaged 20 points per game, eight rebounds, two assists, one steal, 0.7 blocks per game. He's a 20-year-old sophomore, and he shot 30% from three as a sophomore. Now, you may say, that's not good. <laughs> but the year before, as a freshman, he did shoot 39% from three. So the capabilities are there. He has a great feel for the game, extremely talented, really good and tough defender, scrappy on defense, physical and aggressive. And that's what's helping him get ranked high. You know, if he was just good offensively, he would, you know, just be another guy maybe in the early 20s. But he's definitely more than likely going in the lottery because of that defense as well. You know, he's a Big Ten player of the year. He can be a three-point specialist <laughs> when he's on, but he has great hands for steals, pesky defender, doesn't waste a lot of time with his dribble, 
He gets to his spot, pulls up to the jail, goes to the rack. He's a quick decision maker, and he just goes. No, doesn't waste a lot of time. He's not. You're not going to get the James Harden method <laughs> where he's trying to cook a guy at the top of the paint for 10 seconds. So he can hit the pull-up three, spot-up three, drive to the rack. He's smooth, a little slow, methodical, but effective. Love his pull-up J and fade away. And every now and then he has that burst of speed to, I don't know if he lulls his man to sleep or not, but, you know, you're expecting slow, methodical, and every now and then, boom, he's gone straight to the rim. And he's a clutch player as well. So he always is up for the challenge. And when he played against Jaden Ivey, he got the better of him. So I think he's ready. He has a nice crossover as well. Love to see him become a better passer. But other than that, Johnny Davis is a great prospect. He's my 14th prospect, and I have a mock going 14th to the Cavs. So we will see how that goes. Now, if you just tuned in, missed a few minutes or whatever, let me go through 11 through 14 one more time real quick. Number 11, Jalen Williams from Arkansas. Number 12, Oche Agbaji from Kansas. Number 13, Dyson Daniels. Number 14, Johnny Davis. And now we are on number 15. Mark Williams is number 15. The seven-foot center from Duke, the ACC Defensive Player of the Year, scored 11 points, had 7.4 rebounds, one assist, a half a steal, and three huge blocks per game. He's a 20-year-old sophomore, very aggressive big man, strong finisher at the rim, but he also has a nice touch in, in the paint and tip-ins. He's a tremendous shot blocker, of course. You know, he's standing at nine feet nine with his reach. That's how tall he is. He can pretty much hang on the rim on his tippy toes. So it's not going to be too much scoring in the paint as long as he is not being boxed out. <laughs> but I love his ability to run the floor as well. You don't really see that with a guy that big, but he runs the floor very well. He's not slow at all. Great pick and roll player. And, you know, when he gets the ball in the paint, he can get exactly where he wants to be. We'll see if that strength will hold up in the NBA. Normally for rookies, there's an adjustment, but I think he'll be ready. And for Charlotte, they desperately need a center. There's a lot of teams that desperately need a center. So he would definitely fit in with the Hornets. A lot of people are saying the Spurs. He could go to OKC and be with Chet or Jabari, depending on who they select. And so I think he will be really good. And not only is he just a big man that blocks shots in the paint, he'll run out to the three-point line and block guys shooting three-pointers. So that wingspan is ridiculous. And, you know, he pretty much always gets in his spot and in the right position to score. He shot 75% from the free throw line. So he has everything that Duran has, but with more offense. That's why I have him ranked over him. And I think Mark Williams will be a great pro that will fit in with a decent team. I don't know how good he would do on a bad team, but like a team like the Hornets, I think it would be a great fit. Number 16, I have A.J. Griffin from Duke. Another Back-to-back Duke players. What do you know? Uh, the 6-6 guard slash small forward uh, scored 10 points per game, four rebounds, one assist, a half a steal, a half a block. from the field goal and 45% from three. That's the wow. You know, that makes him the best shooter in this class if you want to go by that. But A.J. Griffin is tremendous talent. 
Now, a lot of people are saying about him, he's had injuries in the past that made his Duke season kind of average. Uh, we didn't get to see the full A.J. Griffin. So I'm having to base him off of what he did at Duke. At Duke, he did not seem incredible to me. So, you know, I'm not looking at his high school tape. I'm looking at his tape from Duke because that's what he should be. <laughs> but if he comes back and is drafted and is a different guy, that's another thing. But from what I saw at Duke, he pretty much reminded me of basically Buddy Heald. You know, he's a good shooter, nice handle, nice step back, very smooth player. He has, he's a standard shoot, good shooting guard, in my opinion. Uh, he has a really nice touch. He kind of has a slow shot release, so that's not great. But his game is nice and easy. That's what you see when you watch this tape, nice and easy. It's the nice fadeaway. I think he's a player that's ready to play right away from day one and potentially start from day one, depending on the team. And because that's all about his shot. His shot is just pure. And can he create his own shot in the NBA? That's a big question mark, because if he can, that's going to help him out a lot and not make him just be a guy that stands in the corner to shoot the three. So if that athleticism that everyone says he has comes back, great. If it doesn't, uh, he could be uh, Eric Gordon. I don't know, you know. But we'll see. But I, I'm putting him here because the talent has been there. The shooting is tremendous. And the upside is limitless if he can get back to being 100% of himself, who everyone says he was. So number 17, I'm going to go with Tari Eason, the 6'8 forward from LSU. He averaged 17 points, six and a half boards, one assist two steals, and one block per game. He's a 21-year-old sophomore, and he shot 36% from three as a sophomore. That's great for a 6'8 forward slash power forward. Um, as a freshman, he shot 24% from three, so that goes to show how much he improved his game. And, you know, he was the SEC sixth man of the year. You say sixth man, I say what? I say you're right. Why was he the sixth man? I don't know, but... <laughs> You know, in 24 minutes per game, he was very productive. Think about that. You're coming off the bench, averaging 17 in college. That's rare. Uh, it's probably some BS <laughs> that he was on the bench anyway because they're catering to veterans, I would assume. But Tari Easton is a very aggressive player on offense and defense, has a nice handle for his size, you know. But he can bring it all the way up the court, take his man off the dribble, play in the paint or the perimeter, has a nice three-point shot. I mean, he really looks good out there. He's like a pro playing in college as well. And, you know, he has a nice handle, like I said, strong, but also has nice touch. He loves that little up and under finger roll in the paint. That's like his go-to move. And, you know, he's not really a polished player, but he gets everything done. So a lot of players I said earlier that are smooth, not exactly smooth, but he's a hard worker and going to get what he needs. He draws fouls very well. That's a key thing for the NBA. Uh, he's a good rounder, rebounder, but <laughs> can play the three or four in my position. Great defensive player, very good hustle player, shoots a lot of bats and, you know, slash contested shots. He's going to have to work on that. I'm sure he will. And, you know, his post game can be more polished. But other than that, Tari Easton is a great prospect. You wish he wasn't 21 years old, but what can you do? For that reason, a lot of people may have the next guy I have. 
ahead of him, but it's Jalen Duran at 18. The Memphis big man, 250 pounds, six foot eleven, average 12 points, eight rebounds, two assists, almost a steal per game, and two blocks per game. He has a seven foot five wingspan. You have to love that, which is good for defense and blocking shots. But in the tape of me watching him, I pretty much saw all dunks and blocks. And that reminded me of Isaiah Jackson from last year's draft. You know, he was drafted in the 20s because teams want a little more than that. So he's going to have to show some offensive touch. You know, guys like Robert Williams and Bam Adebayo are going to probably help push him up. You know, Robert Williams just had a very effective game as the Celtics defeated the Warriors, you know, on June 8th. So that's probably just going to move Durant up a little bit more for the consensus. So look out for that, I'm sure. That'll be everywhere making his rounds. But I think Durant has a little bit of a ways to go. So if you have a team that's willing to wait, that's in no rush, like OKC, you know, Houston, great fit. But if he were to go to a team that's ready to win now, I think that would be a bit more of a learning curve and maybe not the best situation for him. But he has tremendous athleticism. He's a great defensive presence. You know, he had a game where he scored 22 points, had 19 boards and five blocks. Now, if he did that more often, he'd be a top three pick in this draft. But, you know, it's hard to do every game. His free throw shooting is not there, 62%. But he can hit some jumpers. If he gets better with the shot, he could be great. Um, You know, he's a great – he has great anticipation on steals. Great help defender, can switch with forwards on switches to the rim. He just needs to work on that post game. You know, I don't even know if he has a post move. So uh, he, he has some work to do on the offensive side. And that's why I have him 18 on my list of best players in this draft. And so I did 11 through 18. Let me run through them real quick, just in case you missed anything or forgot someone. Jalen Williams from Arkansas, 11. Oche Baji, 12. Dyson Daniels, 13. Johnny Davis, 14. Mark Williams, 15. A.J. Griffin, 16. Tari Eason, 17. Jalen Duran, 18. Number 19, a guy you probably won't expect because he's moving down on most people's boards, but not on mine. I saw what I saw. He's a good prospect. I think highly of him. And at 19, I have Marjan Bochamp, the 6'6 guard from the G League Ignite. Average 15.7 boards per game, shot 57% from the field, 24% from three. He does have a seven-foot wingspan. He's 21 years old. The 24% from three is going to hurt him. But you look at a guy like Jonathan Kaminga, his three-point percentage in college and at the G League as well was around 26%. So it's not the end-all, be-all. Kaminga obviously is a great prospect still. Marjan Brochamp is in that same boat. He's a great, he has great size. He's a super athletic guard slash forward. He can take over a game, create his own shot. He's a big time scorer, great cutter to the rim, can hit the pull up three, shoot it off the dribble or spot up. In my opinion, he's already a pro. You know, he can come in and start on a lot of teams right now, in my opinion. He's a very crafty and smart player, especially in traffic. Traffic. He can play in the post or the perimeter. You know, he had at least three 20-plus point games in a row. Big-time scorer against real NBA players. You also have to remember with that three-point line, it's back further for the G League. They're shooting at the NBA three-point line. Guys in college are a foot or two inside of that line. 
So it makes it easier for the college players to have a better percentage. So think about that as well. But Marjan Beauchamp can finish with his left, shoots a nice floater, you know, slash, and can hit that hook shot as well. Good defensive player, moves well, long arms, passes well in traffic. He needs to work on that three-point shooting. But I love his tape. I love his film. I love his prospects. I'm higher on most of the G League guys than most people. And it's just because I know what they're going through in the G League, you know, and the competition is so much better than what college players are playing. For my last and final pick, pick number 20, I have a guy you may not have heard of unless you've been listening to me. (laughs) I mentioned Michael Foster a bunch of times on multiple podcasts, but I have to show some love for Michael Foster. He's my 20th ranked prospect. That's 6'9", power four from the G League Ignite. Average 15 points, nine boards, two assists, one steal, and two blocks per game. He's a 19-year-old freshman. Shot 31% from three. Great. Seven-foot wingspan. Great. And he's a really big athletic forward. You have to love that. He can handle the ball, shoot, shoot the outside J, or get himself to the rim on his own. He runs the floor great, has great smooth post moves, you know, which some players I've mentioned don't really have, like Jalen Duran. But, you know, he has a nice J. He's, he was a five-star recruit, could have went anywhere. He wanted to go to the G League, and it ended up possibly hurting him because, in my opinion, he's ranked 20th. Most teams have him 20 or 30 spots below that right now in the draft. It makes zero sense to me. Michael Foster is a great power forward projected player for this draft. And anyone needs a power forward, I don't think he can go wrong selecting him. You know, he can shoot the three very well. He can bring the ball up the court and just pull up from three like a guard. He's a great defender and shot blocker. He's just a really, really good player. He can lead the fast break. Great rebounder, unselfish. He guarded grown men and outplayed them in the G League. And I think he's ready from day one to contribute to a team. If he goes to a playoff team, even better. But Michael Foster, tremendous prospect. If you don't know him, do some research on him. I love his tape. Like I said, I'm higher on the G League guys, Ignite guys more than most, (laughs) you know. And so I want to have three in this top 10 list that I did today. So, you know, do your research. NBA GMs, do your research because you're not too high on Michael Foster, Marjan Bojan, you know, Jalen Williams. But I'm not following consistency. You're going to get what I truly feel, and this is what I truly feel. Uh, I'm not looking at other people's mock boards to say, oh, I think Jalen Williams is the 11th best prospect, or Jordan Hall is the 10th best prospect. And other sites have them 30 spots lower. I'm not going to change my ranking because other people feel a certain way about a player. I'm going to trust my eyes and, you know, We'll see what happens. As long as they land an opportunity where they can get a chance to play and show what they can do, I think they will be great. So going over my top 11 through 20, one more time, that was at number 11, Jalen Williams from Arkansas. Number 12, Oche Akbaji, 13, Dyson Daniels, 14, Johnny Davis, 15, Mark Williams, 16, A.J. Griffin, 17, Tari Eason, 18, Jalen Duran. 19, Marjan Beauchamp, and 20, Michael Foster from the G League Ignite alongside Marjan and Dyson Daniels. So if you love this list, 
like, rate, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the All Rookie Podcast. If you hate any of my picks, leave it in the comments as well. I want to hear it. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm right. I appreciate all the love and support, every view, every click, every subscription, every download. Thank you all so much. I will come back with 21 through 30 if you want to hear it. You know, we can keep going to the deeper prospects. That's I like the deeper prospects better anyway. I don't like to continue to talk about the guys everyone else is talking about. There's some very exciting guys in this draft later on in the later round. So we can go to top 30, top 40, top 50. We'll see what happens if we have time. If you care, we'll get there. But thank you all so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. And until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.